BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You are listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, Please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. Are we on the internet? Then Ford ran his fingers through Avantika's hair, okay. tugging it hard as no. he thr- Nope, we're not going to read the fanfic Why this not? early into the show, Danny. Want, we'll get understand. to it. I worked hard on this! I understand. We'll get to it. <laughs> Just not right now. Tonight, the Mighty Nine tackle the Water Temple, race through a jungle, and sleep with the enemy. We'll break it all down with my guests, Marisha Ray and her betrothed, Matthew Mercer. Already got that done. Does betrothed mean married to? Means engaged. 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 It means engaged? Yeah, Talison fucked that up last campaign too. He did. Hey, you know what? It's all good. Here on Critical Role, we learn how words are actually used (laughs) and sometimes pronounced. Because the internet will correct you. Not on this show, we don't. Hey, guys, all that and more tonight on Talks Machina. Hey guys, the next episode of All Work No Play, a fantastic show on our network, mm-hmm. yeah. will debut at twitch.tv slash critical role this Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. This week, oh boy, I've been waiting for this one. This week, Liam and Sam are building a custom MAME cabinet oh, with yeah. It's a big deal. Our beloved, you just drew a heart, Felicia Day, and our director of events, the wild, the crazy. Brittany Wallet Key, yes. who we love so much. Wild and crazy key. I can't wait to see this episode. I've seen little snippets, but I'm I haven't seen the whole thing yet. Deeply proud of our entire company keeping their mouth shut for mm-hmm. three weeks while we've had this MAME cabinet in here. It's yep. kind of the best thing that's it's, happened. If you don't know at home, what's a MAME cabinet? Um, but yeah, go ahead. It's a multi-arcade mm. machine emulator. Is that correct, Max? I, I don't know. Steve? Sounds great. Yeah, multiple arcade. Arcade machine emulator. emulator yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a it's a meme. A meme. A meme cat. Yeah. M a m e. Yeah. Uh, it's the greatest gift to any kid who grew up in the you know 80s and 90s, as it contains every arcade machine that you lost all your quarters on and never quite beat growing up, mm-hmm. but on free play. Yes. Yeah. It's nice. great. There's 70,000 games on it. 20,000, but we There's can 20, get more. 20,000 games on it. <laughs> there are more. But anyway, you get to check it out on Friday's episode. The construction of it and all that fun. Oh, it's God, it's going to be great. Amazing. I'm so 7 happy. 7 p.m. Pacific. Now, check out uh, wheniscritroll.com and other websites like that because we did experience the dreaded daylight saving time. Mm-hmm. It's not savings, it's saving time. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, throughout the month of November and in celebration of Veterans Day coming up, we're yes. raising money for Travis's favorite charity, which is Operation Supply Drop. Yes! yes. Um, they're amazing. They're They've helped over 750,000 members of the military community since Sorry. they started the whole thing. Yeah. Um, they support active military members, veterans, and their families. Uh, donate now at critworld.com slash OSD. Uh, I think there's some little incentives and some stuff on there for if we reach certain goals. Yeah, and we, we've already reached the one where Travis is going to be forced to play a, a first-person first person shooter, shooter series. Now, multiple shooters, hopefully, if I can push him to do it. I have played, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say I have probably played more hours of Call of Duty with Travis than there are hours of Critical Role episodes. <laughs> and and it, yet he it, got destroyed in Overwatch. He doesn't know. Overwatch not for him. It's like but he's got a running be. gun. He's a running gunner, you know. But he needs so to like play a soldier. soldier. There's always somebody for you I to know, play. I know. I know. And maybe this wonderful new woman that's they debuted at BlizzCon. Oh yes. Ash. I did not spend the weekend googling to see how much Ash cosplay there already was out there. Oh, Stop instantaneous. Stop asking. Guys, another. Pretty crazy reveal about to happen on the show in just seconds as soon as I stop stalling. Both the standard and deluxe versions of our second art book, The Chronicles of Exandria, Volume 2, The Legend of Vox Machina, will be on sale via pre-order on November 12th, Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Look at this. That is the deluxe version that Matthew Mercer is holding. That is the other version that Mauritius holding, the standard one. Holy cow. And then look, very pretty. Look at that beautiful inside Whoa, cover. Oh my god. Look at that. Oh, that one's got the nice little print Pick on me, it. Uh, holy uh-huh. cow. Look at all those uh-huh. places that you could autograph, and Matt. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry. Holy cow. <laughs> Monday, November 12th, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can pre-order those beautiful books. Now, this contains art from our community, just like the other version, the first one, created with love from literally all over across the world. Can I, like, show off a piece of art in here? I don't know what we can do. The answer to can I on this set coming out of your mouth is always a yes. You're the leader. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reveal one piece of art. You're the leader. I just, I just need to pick the right. While one. you're looking oh. for that, there we go, will have. I'll do this one. Oh, do that one. Oh my so god. So yeah, from, yeah, from campaign one. I'm sorry, Rachel. I apologize in advance. Spoiler. Um, this is from campaign one. This is during their trip to the city of Dis. Oh my god. To this New city. Fantastic landscape during their journey. More of that <laughs> in the tome. Dis it's, was Pitfin. 
the death, actually. Uh, well, uh, there was there was Pit Fiend they battled in the city of Brass, which is oh, the fire. Brass, but, yeah. but this is where they actually went into. Was that uh, Sinecure there? No, Sinecure was in the city of Brass. Brass. That, that's okay. the city of Dis, which is the second layer of the uh, nine, oh. nine Hells of Bator. God, I want to go back and watch those episodes again. Dis Peter's run. Oh, that was good. That was a good run. It's going to feel like a fever dream. It is. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, this book is. Absolutely fucking gorgeous. So many Everyone who worked on this did such an incredible job. I have shed many, many tears scanning through here mm-hmm. with the memories of last campaign. You know, we signed a lot of the first book uh, at London MCM we were just at. And what I loved about it was every person who came up and got one signed, the book was worn. Like you could tell they actually sat there. It didn't just end up on a coffee table and yeah. ultimately, ultimately be a glorified cover. But yeah, it's. Yeah. Looking through there, just sit down with a nice cocktail. You know, I've taught you how to make a few. Just make all of them, yeah. and then just sit down okay. with this art book and kick have back a, by the flight, fire. A little sampling yeah, flight, flight of uh, yeah. Have that, a night. That won't make you sick. Really, really proud of everyone involved. Everyone did such an incredible job on this book. Every, everyone here, the team that put it together, and every single one of you, incredible fan artists. Is, this is just like these books. These books. Are a testament to this weird story that I look forward to us both being extremely old somewhere on a porch. Oh yeah, and oh, just yeah. like going through these and going like, oh, remember when that happened, and then what crying. What did I do with my life? Yeah. Remember when you jumped off a cliff as a as a fish? <laughs> oh, my medication. You know, like that's that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. It's yeah. gonna be good. I just somehow pictured that entire scene in my mind, just the two of you out there, a bunch of old shit kickers, just chilling on a porch. I love it. Yeah, between the art books and our uh, our like catalogued uh, binders of, of fan letters, letters, we're gonna we're set for retirement. Matt's yeah. just Matt's just pulling down one of the dragon heads. Ah, oh, Borgal, I remember this battle so well. Raishan, you Raishan, bitch. Raishan, you bitch. <laughs> you taketh from me. All of a sudden he's speaking in King's English. Guys, another thing. We're going to have more details to share on Monday morning, but we do have a very exciting announcement for our critter friends in, the, in the EU. <laughs> announcement? Whatever. Uh, so stay turned regarding if oh, you're in the yes. if you're in the EU, stay turned on Monday. Uh, our Twitter, our website, any of our socials, we'll have some, some exciting news. news for y'all over there. Heck yeah! Well, I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. We're done. Let's go. That's it. Oh, Marisha, this came oh. in the uh, mail. Why don't you speaking show the people? Of, speaking of our wonderful critter look gifts at that. that we get, you all might remember. Uh, Brian's amazing jacket mm-hmm. with the magic jacket, but yeah, that I, he borrowed from Taliesin, right, right. but yeah, Taliesin owned it. You mm-hmm. defined yeah, it. Sure. Oh wow! I you know, that. it's it's in your name. But look at this. Look how amazing. Does it go down? I Which, think it's this up. way. Wait, I think it's wait, up. Up. Yeah, up. I think it's up. No way. No, nope. I think it's down. Thing is down. Look at this reveal. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. That's amazing. Oh no. Definitely. <laughs> I didn't know which picture it was. That is the stuff of nightmares. I'm so happy. That's going to stay here. Uh, I have something to snuggle when I nap. Oh no. Hello, Matt. Go back to your corner. Except when you wake we got up, a new it's like, ah. <laughs> this honestly blows my reality. That is amazing. That Someone made exists. that and sent it in. Like, That's the. the the possibilities. <laughs> That's pretty great. Oh man, hold on. Oh, there are possibilities here. Let me see it. Let me see it. Well, I guess throughout the show, you guys can just, as you're answering questions, maybe do oh, do some shit. damage. You know. Hang on. Yeah, oh, are you doing some? Worth it? You can do like, can turn you into some terrible 
Guys, awful pre-order demon November 9th. The Chronicles <laughs> for like of Super. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh, super no. Animu Brian. Oh no. Oh, oh kawaii. <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, there's gonna be gifts. <laughs> I can see them. I can see the gifts coming. This is the best gift. I'm this so happy amazing. about this. Well, <laughs> what a blessing. Thank you. I can't. We, we couldn't find the note of who sent that in, but please tweet me and I'll yes. retweet you or something. Yeah. Uh, without further ado, let us discuss episode 40. 40. The new campaign. It's crazy. Nuts. 40. 40. Critical Role Campaign 2 Dubious Pursuits. I try to say it real simple. This is a sleepy oh, boy. No sleepy man. This is a sleepy boy. He's so good. Oh. Got it's our other little sidekick for the show. Yeah. Okay, we have some crit roll stats. Uh-oh. Courtesy of our friends at Crit Roll Stats. Yes. Crit roll stats are amazing. The two hundredth PC natural twenty. This oh, episode. Oh wow. Bo's acrobatics check to land outside the temple. Nice. Amazing. Pretty great. Cool. Congratulations. Three point landing. Yeah. In character. Super dope. As it should be. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, Bo has used 90 key points Ooh. so far. Oh, wow. You get those at level two? I think you get so. Them yeah. at level level two, you get key points. Level yeah. two? I think level, level two, one? you get key points. Yeah. Level two. I'm about to write the monk quick build, so I'll be <laughs> oh. super refreshed at early levels. There you That's go. a good idea. Um, the top three uses of those key points have been. Why don't you guess what the first one might be? The top three? Yeah. Well, uh, it's got to be Flurry of Blows. That's correct. With 25, it's Flurry of Blows. You win a 69 pillow oh that God. also has my face on it. Oh my God. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Next, it's not coming home with us. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. Next up in the list is what do you think? What's, this, what's the one you've used second most? Second most. I'm gonna say stunning strike. That's correct. With okay. twenty, it's stunning. Okay. One more, and you guys win. Danny Carr, what's the third most used key point? I already win with Danny Carr in my life. Oh, that's true. Okay, um, but I think you know what it is. I think I know what it is. But you answer. It's oh. gotta be deflect missiles. That's like. Oh. What was your guess, Matt? To I was going to say patient defense. Matt's patient correct. Defense. Ah, you both win. Danny Carr, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I win Danny Carr. Yeah. Danny Yay. Cam has to stay here, though. We're going to get a sandwich together. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, boy. She's going to read you her fanfic. No, we'll have time to get <laughs> to it. She's already sent it to the entire company. It's we'll, fine. We'll have time. <laughs> Everyone's enjoyed it. She's what? especially it. What is going on? Nobody's telling me I got some weird shit going on here, man. <laughs> I'm distracting the people. At the end of the escape from Uru Coxel. No. Uru Hazel. The party had six points of exhaustion and zero spell slots remaining. Oh man! I also had I ten. I had ten hit points that whole game. That was getting real, real rough there. I was just kind of, in typical bow fashion, was not telling anybody about kind of how rough I was. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't that's need a, your fucking help. I'm great. That's yeah. uh, that's another point of of, of honest connection between Bo and Marisha. Okay. Fine. It's true though. You'd be like super sick and like, do you need to go see a doctor? Like, I'm fine. No. <laughs> Blood. Yeah. I just need to sleep. Just yeah. give me a power nap and I'm. Well, I always say, what is a doctor gonna do to fix this? 
give you medication. So you, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> probably many, find, many probably pinpoint exactly what's wrong with you, <laughs> yeah. and then treat exactly that in a way that yeah. helps you recover quickly and with no risk to the rest of your health. <laughs> I mean, I understand that's a little. Yeah. There's not a lot to work yeah. with there, but it's yeah. It's, it's cute until I have to like. Put you in the car and be like, no, seriously, we're going to go. I have been over there before when we ha we've had to put the blanket over Marisha's head and then he clubs her and then yeah. we just flop her on the thing Whatever and take her takes. out to the van. Yep. It's hey guys. I love you. <laughs> Our final stat tonight from Crit World Stats for episode 40 is just the cutest, and it is that Ford is responsible for 30% of all kisses in campaign two. <laughs> How's that for a man who was like, no, never, yep. ever having yep. romance in my D and D? He's such yep. a shipper too. I love it. <laughs> it's been it's been it's been great to watch his transition uh, unexpectedly in this recent episode and very unexpectedly in, in, in a few ways. But it's, it's it's great. That's part of the fun too is watching players that are you know cemented in certain ideas and they're used to playing a certain character and then surprising themselves with the choices they mm. make and the direction it goes. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm just now super distracted by what the other 70% of kisses were. Well, Danny, we've got... Was it, are we talking about like Bo Keg? Bo Keg. I mean, yeah, the, Molly, y'all had, had a full night of sex. I'm not sure how, like, I'm not mm -hmm. sure what crit roll stats is like. Tally yes. system? Hey. Is it like, hey. what are the bases? Hey. Yeah. Not all encounters require kissing. In fact, some cases you're not allowed to. This is very true. I I withdraw my. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you, Julia Roberts? Oh my god! Is this a woman show? It was the perfect turn and look yeah. as an editor. I'm so happy. Oh, that was genius. <laughs> wow. Look, Kurt, Andrew, just email me what your what 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 your basis was. What yeah, you, let's what find your, out. What your range I, I, I too am interested here. in yeah. that seventy percent of untold kisses. Yeah, because I just only remember Ford. Yeah. And everyone. I think, well, I think Molly, Molly kissed Caleb Molly on the forehead. Molly had quite a few kisses. Yeah. Molly was, was like kissing oh. lots of people. Wait, yeah, sure. Yeah. I can't and he, tell. I feel like he did some forehead kisses. Too. Forehead. All the forehead kisses, yeah. I can't tell if it's just from the art that I seek out or if it happened on the show, but has Bo and Yasha kissed? No. No. Okay. Yasha's not really. Because I have a lot of stuff on my phone. <laughs> yeah, the mm -hmm. Bo and Yasha thing's very like one-sided. One yeah, yeah no, I know. not according to Travis. Yeah, hey, you know. he plays Yasha. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey. Non-consensual character advancements. <laughs> it hasn't yeah, been too bad. If he went if he went like far out of character, I'd call him on it and not let it sure. go too far. It's sure. been interesting to watch watch him Jaeger uh, Yasha because he has to go back to that barbarian and you can see yeah. like the conflict of he's like, I know how to do this, but shit, I also have this other, like I know. he forgets the... We just need to get Ashley back. Hey, I'm working on it. I know. I feel bad for him. It looks like an entire like it's like HUD system yeah. that he has, he has all with the like two and the, screens, yeah. and he's like moving. It's like he's in the space station. Mm -hmm. like, no. He's Tom Cruise in Minority Report. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's that that, that <laughs> terrible challenge, that middle area of like I've tried to get you know getting Yasha out of the narrative for a while, and Ashley can't be here, but Ashley could possibly be available anytime, right. and it gets difficult to have her. Coming in and out of the narrative too often, so it's like it's easier to just have her there as an NPC, and then when she jumps in, she just kind of takes over and then brings it to the forefront. Yeah, ah, soon, soon enough, soon, soon enough. enough. <laughs> I keep making calls and trying to get. I like your shirt, by the way. Hey, check it out, Dread Singles Void Merch Store. These <laughs> dice. 
destroy. I thought it was a we fitting day. Now your shirt, Marisha. Do not do that. Look Gogo Bordello. Yeah, fantastic yep. band. Amazing. They're amazing. Gypsy Punk. Yep. yep. Gypsy Incredible punk. music. Great live show. Yep. Highly recommended. Wow. This mustache kills fascists. So good. Well, let's begin, Matt, with a question from Grish Fix. Fix. Yes. Uh, Bo slept with Keg, and the party reached level six. Ford slept with Avantika, and the party reached level seven. What needs to happen for the party to reach level eight? Uh, this is leveling. This is your choice. It, it is. I mean, if you guys want to hit max level real fast, this is mile bone leveling. Oh, oh man. Move it along. Yeah. I didn't even. We're think. all waiting. To be fair, I can sense like a milestone, you know, ending coming. It's not my fault that some of the players end up, you know, getting funky. You can sense around that you time. Can sense it's a, not my fault. You can sense a milestone ending coming. <laughs> God damn it! Hey, Marisha. Yeah. Yes. Save us from Matt Everything. having to further answer that question. Please, thank you. Carrie Berry Gamer. <laughs> It sounded like Bo was liking the pirate life. What about it do you think is resonating so well with her? Um, the total lack of authority and control and you're on open waters. It's maritime law now in this, this point. So yeah, I think it's the, um, it's kind of what she always dreamed of in her fantasy head as a rebellious teen, like stuck under her super strict parents. Yeah. Um, so she's enjoying herself. Matt keeps being like, do you have goals with this character? And I'm like, yeah, to fuck off. <laughs> and that's kind of what's going on right now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Uh, proud. Cool, I figured, I figured. Hey guys, Il Nomine DA wants to know, it's or for Matt, it seemed equally likely that Ford or Avantika would gain access to the dank water powers. How did you prepare for the possibility of either an NPC or a PC gaining access to these powers? Well, the, the official uh, Eldritch Invocation is titled Dank Water Powers, so I'm glad you were paying attention. It's official. Um, yeah, I, I had, a, it's uh, from a, from an actual rules standpoint, essentially, it, it, it was an Eldritch Invocation and they got for free. Oh. That allowed them the chance to uh, expend a spell slot, oh, sorry, uh, to, to use, um, to cast Control Water as a spell once per day without expending a spell slot, was mm. the idea. Um, so, uh, she was kind of toying with it a bit and then kind of, from a narrative standpoint, let her play with it for her bathing scenario, but it was, it was I decided that either one who, you know, Hey. Stop giving me layups, man. Like, I guess Laura's not here, so somebody has to represent. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I prepped that, that as the boon based on who got there first, yeah. and Avantika was not going to wait, but she was giving him, honestly, he probably would have gotten there if Caleb hadn't stopped him and like kept him at bay for oh. two full rounds that gave her this big advantage of getting there first. He did roll a really high investigation, so he, he found it first. But he would have gotten there before she did. He would have kind of figured out his own way of getting the, you know, the sword and the, the hilt to the actual hole before she did. And he would have been granted the boon and yeah. whatever else might come with that down the road. We'll see. But uh, make Liam I mean, feel so guilty. 
I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you feel guilty. No, it was just it, it was it was in character. It was fun, but that's that's how it works out in the game. You know, there are certain things in which there are uh, timed aspects, and whoever gets there first, you know, reaps the rewards. Yeah. And this was very much kind of that one of those culminating moments there, where the two of them. The first one there got the blessing. And ultimately, even though it took him a few rounds, he was able to get the sword all the way in the hole to the hilt. Yeah. Marisha. <laughs> Danny just wrote me that. I Did told her, no I, such thing I, I don't know. Galaxy cleric, Marisha. <laughs> what was your and Bo's feeling during the water level? Were you afraid you wouldn't make it out? It was a little, got a little intense there for a little bit. It did. It did. Swing flashbacks to like the the labyrinth the level labyrinth. in Sonic One. Yeah. Uh-huh. I kept envisioning like scenes from the Titanic when they're like, remember when she was? They were trying to unlock the the gate, and they're like the water was. I don't know. I don't know. My mind went to Titanic, but uh. <laughs> I I haven't seen the film because I have a real. I get triggered by Celine Dion. It's kind of a thing, so I have, I have people, to avoid yeah. them. No, but I know what you mean. Yeah, that feeling of oh, impending, oh, drowning, yeah. or escape. You yeah, know. and like I like water in real life. Water also kind of free. I, I've learned with age. Like when I was a kid, I was much more fearless, and I was like water. And now I'm like water's scary. Mm-hmm. Water is very intimidating. So I kind of had that in the back of my head the whole time. Of, yeah. This is bad. This could be very bad very quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It could have been a lot worse. Of course, whenever have, there's yeah. an encounter in an episode, the whole chat's like, TPK, TPK. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. It's not that bad. This one, I actually felt a little worried. Yeah. This I, one got into some pretty intense moments. I was like, oh. Worried no. about Caduceus a lot. Worried about Caduceus. Because I, I worried about Talison more than I did Caduceus. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh God, poor. You can't, another, you can't take poor another guy. one. <laughs> oh. Six characters this one campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I was wondering if it was like a poor choice to bolt there. I kind mm. of like went right past all the bad guys, but in the long run, I don't really regret that. It, that was a, it worked out fine in the end. It worked out fine. And then there's moments yeah. of chaos. You never know what is important, who's going to do what. And if you're the top of the round, too, it's hard because you're the one who's kind of setting the charge. Yeah. And you oh, just make yeah. a choice and go with it. And if it ends up not panning out with the else's choices, you're like, well, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yep. You had some good rolls and some not so good rolls. Yeah. On your side of things. Yeah. Made it, was, it interesting. Uh, it, it, I, when I when I set up the whole exit of that temple, I, I wanted to very have kind of like a pulpy adventure kind of exit feel to it, and uh, and then to bring in some more skill challenge aspects. One of the things that I really enjoyed from Fourth Edition, and I, you know, try and bring it every now and then to make a a, a narrative escape type scenario, the elements of like the five E chase. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it got pretty intense there. You guys managed to avoid like most, if not all, the pitfalls of the jungle. Coming back, you all did really good on your wow. skill challenges. Like the rolls there were pretty awesome. There was the opportunity for someone to be caught in a man trap. <gasps> there was the opportunity for like a volley of arrows to come, and everyone would get an attack roll against them from any of the oh, the Yanti giving chase. Oh, wow. There was there was an element where people could be captured, uh, like nets thrown, and possibly have a member or two being dragged off by the lizardmen hunters. There were all these different. I had a whole list of things that they could possibly encounter if any of them failed. Yeah. You know, like uh, part of the skill challenge, and you guys rolled really well. And looking at your hit point values, uh, and the number of spell slots that nobody had oh left, God. it's probably for the best. Yeah. yeah I know. 
Yeah. We were tapped. Are you, what, are, what are you looking forward to leveling up? What, what happens at level seven for a monk? Anything cool? Uh, just a couple, little, a couple little bumps here and there. Haven't had time yeah. to fully look at I know, because we got two days. Since to Thursday that. night, since Thursday night, you left town again and then came back yep. That's last right. yeah. night. Cousin's wedding. Then, yep, oh my god. And my dad's in town, everyone saw, if you watched earlier, hey thank you for joining us. Hi, there he is. Dad's here chilling. Hey dad, I get to call you that now, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you guys, giving air hugs. If you guys haven't heard him laughing at Mike jokes, yes, it's yeah. not because he isn't Mike, it's because they're not funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then you did Blizz, BlizzCon right when you got back from London yeah. as well. Yeah, I had like half a yeah. day from London to adjust not at all. And then, uh, and then rehearsals, and then Thursday night, yeah. our show yep. was one. And then the next morning was BlizzCon, and then, uh, yeah. I heard the critters came out to BlizzCon. They did, it was awesome. There were so many, I was kind of incognito running through the, the hall so I could go to place to place. I heard it was um, McCreecon. It was kind of McCreecon. I wasn't expecting mm -hmm. it to McCon. be. There you go. Yeah, it was not too bad. It hey. was a good time. It was a good time. Nice. We, uh, the short reel that was great. Shorts amazing. The panels went really well, and I saw like a shit ton of T-shirts from our community. Like the Mighty Nine yeah, shirts were everywhere. The Not the Best Tentative T-shirts everywhere. I saw a bunch of like Keyleth shirts, Keyfish shirts. Uh, a bunch of like the older uh, like Vox Machina shirts as well from back in the day. Yeah, it was it was really exciting to see how much the community was out in full force at BlizzCon. That's awesome. So uh, well done, guys. I often wonder how many of the people that I just destroy nightly in Overwatch are critters, and <laughs> I start to feel bad for them, and then I get a loot box. Matt, <laughs> uh, yeah. B to Elise wants to know, were you relieved when Ford failed to grapple Avantika under the water? What did you think he was gonna do? I thought he was gonna go do exactly what he was intending to do, which was maybe hold her behind and grapple her till she drowned. He could, yeah. he could hold his breath probably longer than she can, because he has a higher constitution. Um, and that would have been really interesting, because then it would have been, it would have seen where it went to try and travel back to the ship and explain what happened to their captain. Like it would have made this whole very different path. So it would have been exciting, but it also would have put a put a very. I mean, he still admitted to the party what he was attempting to do, but yeah. but like to have that legitimate, like just straight blood on his hands and that choice, that would have been a really interesting thing too to happen. I don't know. I was it caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it from Ford. I love watching uh, you just nerd out over what could have happened. You're like sitting here going, ooh, now I'm going to be thinking about this tonight. Yeah, it's, well, that's why I love d Like, that's <laughs> yeah, the basis exactly. of it. It's, yeah. it's, it's Those different so possibilities many... that, yeah, what yeah. could have happened. And, and I don't think too far ahead. I don't, I don't try and think, you know, so-and-so's character will probably do this in this moment. I, I will set challenges and, and develop possibilities and different paths and then think, uh, they, I think they'll be able to handle this. I think that there are a couple tools that could, you know, get past this barrier. I don't think... Ford will probably try and drown her. Right. You know, like right. that does. I, I I don't put that much thought to yeah. independent pretty, specific pretty character murder tastic. Yeah, it was it was surprising. Yeah. yeah. Um, once again, like I, I I know a lot about each character, probably more than most of the party knows. Um, mm -hmm. But does even Ford but even gills? Ford does not have gills. Are you sure? Where does he have these does not he have gills? gills? Remember Sequest? Oh, here comes here comes Chris Lockie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, the dude had gills on Sequest, remember? Look, oh, yeah. look, look, you guys, look, you guys. Here's Brian. Oh, no. That's pretty great. That's not good. I approve. Uh, Marisha. Sorry. Yes. Um, please stop rubbing my face with an answer to this question. <laughs> From Book Harness. Always good to have a book harness. Mm -hmm. 
Travis tends to flirt a lot with Bo when playing as Yasha. <laughs> How do you approach those encounters, especially knowing that it's Travis playing and not Ashley? Do you consider those moments canon? Man, that <laughs> is actually an excellent question uh, and one that I have thought about. I'd say I take them with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but same. Like, I, I'm not... Yeah. I'm gonna talk to Ashley about those moments whenever she comes back in. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> hold her feet to the fire over anything that Travis has said. Like Travis says, I think you puppeting should. her. I think you yeah. should. I think Travis is, is. I think you should make her pay for being gone. <laughs> I plan to do a lot of it. I don't know what. It's I'm terrible. Kidding. Yeah, I think. I think. Well, half of what Travis does with her is just out of fun. He's just yeah, being just, silly. Yeah. Yeah. So and I like, think he knows. Like, we know what Travis is like. Romance, and he's sitting near a little. Fucking ship organizer over here, a little shipping yard mm -hmm. planner. I see what you're doing. That's a sailor background. Wait, little I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. You need to create some NPC that's like totally Yasha's like thing, right? And then try and have a sex scene so that you and Travis have to do another one. <laughs> yeah, hold it for a while. She's Yasha's gone, and then yeah. you can just like have to do. But he has to do Yasha voice and everything. I don't. Uh, Come on, man, it's not that much work. Let me think on it. Oh, God. If I Think on it while I'll we give away some it. free shit. How about that? I love free shit. It's gift of the week. Beer, needle, Gift of the week. Our, <laughs> thank you, Steve. That made me laugh. Our winner for campaign two, episode 40. Max, I'm gonna read it as he wrote it. Yes. Campaign 2 episode 40 of was sent in by Scott at Screwy Scotty. Let's take a look. <laughs> this one's amazing. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Marisha's face the whole time, like, come on. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's pretty that great. One. Yeah, that was That's really so involved. Good. Yeah. Congrats oh. to you, Scott. You have won these Vox Machina and Mighty Nine pins. These yeah. coveted that was nice. pins. That uh, didn't do. Get that focus, rack that focus, yeah. 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 Some light. Little light tilted upwards, tilted, tilted upwards one more night. time, Chief. There it is. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, pretty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's tiny things with a very wide lens. What are you gonna do, folks? Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on with a question for you, Marisha. Oh. This is from, oh no. Oh. oh. You know, this is one of those names where every week I mispronounce it, and every week they tweet me and tell me the right one, but I read it on Tuesday nights. It's Ivashkushin. That's not it at all, but I'm hoping that it at least makes her laugh, or them laugh. <laughs> what was it like fighting not only against foes, but also against time and your own body? What? 
Marisha. Okay, Marisha, remember when you had to not only fight against foes, <laughs> but also against time and your own body? Meaning, <laughs> wait. It's, the, it's about the water it's level. It's about the water it's level, right? About, it's yeah. talking, it's, 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 it's. Your own okay, body, because you have to breathe. You have to breathe. That's what that part is. Okay. Yeah. Against time, because you can drown, water. and it's filling up with water. <laughs> and against foes, because there were foes it's, in the water. It's not quite as philosophically deep as <laughs> I was originally <laughs> anticipating. It yeah. super deep. Yeah, like, it okay. did, it was what worded. Was it like to pilot? The, the flesh machine known as yourself to play um. the game. Yeah, like I went way too, yeah. you know, Isaac Asimov and that, the, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, man, I'm super distracted by how confused I was. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. It okay. was terrifying and I thought we were all gonna die, just like the inevitability of your own life mm. and Realizing how much time you only have, answer. because that's what I thought they were asking. Stop trying to give a philosophical answer. Just give Kiri a kiss instead. Oh, the camera missed it. Do it Miss again. Miss you, Kiri. Miss Do you. She's doing okay Miss in Hupperduke, as far as you know. <laughs> oh boy. Don't guys, be, now Danny. Why y'all left the game? Danny's not going to sleep tonight. It's true. <laughs> Matt Emberies asks, with a possible connection to what's happening in Jorhas, the three beast avatars seemed like they could be very significant to the campaign. Did you come up with them in response to Ford's backstory, or did Travis's ideas for his character, his character's patron, happen to fit into existing lore and plans? That's what we, we in this business, we don't call that one brief. You're right. Uh, I would say it's a little bit of both. Um, I mean, I, I was exploring the idea, because when you consider a world that was created by the gods, mm -hmm. these beings that are so powerful that cannot, you know, in many ways probably cannot be destroyed, or at least it's very, very difficult to do so, and no one really has the understanding of how to do so. Um, they've been sealed away, but they've created things, their lieutenants, their avatars, things that, that helped them in their endeavors when they did walk the prime material plane and their realms beyond. Uh, and so, to me, like when they're cast away, what happens to the things they've created and left behind? They are they they are by definition the next highest part of the food chain. Mm. And some of those become great threats. Some of them, uh, you know, are go into hibernation without their the influence of their gods. Some of them might uh, be trying to figure out what they are and what their purpose is without their creator. You know, there's so many interesting philosophical things that can be explored there when world building. Uh, and so for me, I was building a facet of some of these entities that were created as part of their forces or their, their followers as a show of power, as, as a lieutenant uh, long ago, and being abandoned or left behind, what would they do? Some of them, these three in particular, kind of became their own, you know, pseudo-gods. Mm -hmm. they, they, whether they found followers or followers found them and began to worship them, that's up for, for history to discover. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to explore aspects of that, but I hadn't quite figured out the full definition of what they were, and then when Ford gave me his backstory and he had a patron involved, I was like, well, I got this there figured out is. for you, sir. And uh, it's been kind of fun to watch all that slowly unveil throughout the campaign. And, uh, is that yeah. a cool moment as a dungeon master when you can put a connection like that together between something they brought to the table and something you did? That's like oh, the yeah. coolest, that's, right? That's one of the best parts. Yeah, it's like you know, it's one thing. thing to world build and be like, guys, I built this. I hope you like it. Yeah. It's another to be able to take something a player created and tie it to an aspect of the world lore where you can surprise them 
and help them feel like, oh my God, I feel partially responsible for mm -hmm. this now. You mm -hmm. know, it's a really cool way to tie them into the narrative, make them feel attached to it in some ways, make them feel responsible for it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've been thoroughly enjoying the slow reveal of all this this Ford lore. Yeah. If you will, Ford lore. <laughs> You ever try to Fjord Lords. Fjord, Fjord you ever try to like Scarlet Witch's brain at night to see if you can pull the secrets out and see what the what else is you know going on? I know I would be so confused even Probably. if I had access to all of that. I'd Probably. be like, I don't know. Is this chronological? How do I <laughs> sort this? Nanti, I don't understand. This <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all chaos up here. Um, Marisha, breach around twelve. Nice. Asks. We've seen that Bo has demonstrated some significant knowledge, like last episode's calamity tidbit, but Bo acts like she doesn't really like studying. Mm -hmm. Is the latter an act, or is her relationship with learning just complicated? Uh, that is very astute of... Breach Around Breach 12. Around. <laughs> I wonder what Breach Around 11 was like. Anyway. Apparently insufficient. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Says <laughs> the that guy giving me shit Danny. for doing innuendo all night. <laughs> that one broke Danny. Oh, that one's that's not hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm very small. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it actually is. I, I feel like it is a little bit of an act. I think Bo is the type that's like fucking readings for nerds. Mm. Hide under the blanket. Right, 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 right. Um. But I, but I would say that that also still lends to the end of that statement that her relationship with learning is complicated. Um, she's I, I consider Bo pretty smart. Like her intelligence is yeah all right. She very much that she's very much a seeker of knowledge, but not willing to admit it. Admit it, and I, I think she's a seeker of knowledge in ways that she's not even fully aware of yet. Yeah, but that example of going under the blanket to read after, after, offensively making fun of someone about it, right. tells me that that's the human heart in conflict with itself. A hundred percent. And I'm I'm really curious to see what you have planned for yeah. that arc because if she started this way, where we meet her in the journey, who was she where before? She, yeah, where was she before, and who who is she going to be? Correct. Yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, Bo's story is kind of about running from something. Um, we've heard a little bit about it in the knowledge, but I think like running from a. a I mean, we see it in nature and in real life a lot when you try and buck something. That hard course correction can be worse or just as destructive as yeah. I almost spill my drink all over my lap. She's running from a lot of college debt. Exactly, oh, right. Oh, oh, it's boy. a very relatable, yes. relatable fact, story. my arch villain is Sally May. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, that's... It's the lich that I'm well, fighting I've seen, to I've seen the mini. Spoil that. I, yeah, yeah I saw the mini yeah. out here, yeah. Yes. It's crazy. The She's lich gonna, May. She comes uh -huh. out with a long ledger. <laughs> I'll release the stat block next week, guys. Yeah, Pay sorry, attention. Matt. Sorry, Matt. We spoiled Thanks. it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, this is interesting. Frickwit wants to know, for both of you, what surprised you more, Ford going for it with Avantika or not almost sacrificing him, or herself in the chase? Mm. So Ford going for it with Avantika. What, what uh, oh. surprised I'd you more? Out of for me, two? Ford yeah. going for it was more surprising. You didn't think he would go for it, or you didn't think Travis would go for it because 
Well, here's the thing, mm-hmm. and hopefully they're not watching, <laughs> but we've talked a lot about the Ice Queen stare, right? Right. Yeah. Had Laura been at the table Thursday night, I don't would believe, he have done it? I do not believe, I want to know what you guys think, but I don't think he would have gone oh, for it. Because, shit. because here That's it is, meta. because here it is. I wish I had glasses, because she usually wears glasses, but it's yeah. this, it's this. And it's not just the look, it's, the, it's how the look happens. It's. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've seen it's it. It's a smile that is so opposite of That's, a smile. Yeah, it's, it's not a fucking smile, don't be fooled. It's, it's you enjoy your I'm last plotting your demise, of we saw like, it yeah. in the yeah. GIF. Yeah. It's. I hope that I don't think oxygen is nice. Yeah. I, yeah. What, what do you think? Do you think he would have done it? Uh, I think he would have. I think he would have if okay. she was here. I think he would have, but I think it would have been a like. I go for it. I'm so sorry. I, uh, I'm going for it. I'm sorry. I think, yeah. I think be, because Travis, I know that there's that kind of chaotic trickster in him deep inside, and. Part of what we've talked about a lot is him kind of getting out of his comfort zone and wanting to make big choices because, you know, for him at least the early part of this campaign, he, he was still figuring out the character, and now that he's coming into his own, he want, I think he wants to really kind of figure out who Ford is and where Ford's going, and uh, I think that choice was was definitely a step in that direction of, of where he's wanting to find that character in his journey, uh, and all the ramifications that may come with those choices too. Yeah, uh, I like to believe he would have done it anyway, but you may be right. But I don't know. Maybe I'm an eternal he optimist. Might have, maybe he yeah. might have. Yeah. If he really he wanted to do have. it for Ford, he, yeah. he would have. Yeah. And I got to give it credit to both of them. They are fantastic about going along with each other's yes, yeah, it like yeah. stuff and experiencing uh-huh. and and appreciating in yeah. each other's wants and yeah. and going along with them. So they're they're a very great couple in that way. Yeah. That's a Travis is like probably one of the biggest. Percy Vex Shipper's last campaign. I know, it's so funny. So Man it's, almost ate his can of Coke whenever, yeah. that, whenever that kiss happened. Yeah, that's <laughs> the truth. But yeah, like, I, I will say, I, I was surprised by him going for it, only because the way that things had been going, my intention of that scene was to find ways to build that power dynamic. It was mm-hmm. less about any sort of physical contact. Um, with Avantika and Ford, it was more about a power dynamic. It was trying to get answers, trying to get trust, trying to learn more, and trying to see how much control she can have in those environments. You know, that's a large part of who she is and how she survived and how she's acquired what she has and continues to do so. Uh, without giving too much away, like, she, you know, she is she is a, a, a self-made woman uh-huh. and no, and is, is very manipulative uh-huh. and is very eager to find connection and use it for her own survival. Mm. Um, there may be things beyond that. There, she hasn't met somebody who's been equal on this level as far as uh, you know, b- blessing from her fanatic, you know, fanaticism uh, from that direction. And they have a lot of of kind of a, this interesting kind of dueling aspect. They're this very like duck and weave kind of equals thing that she's really entranced by. I think, and we'll see where that goes. But I was expecting her. I was, I was expecting to see a power play that he would back away from again, and like have him kind of figure out what that means and how he was going to come at her next time. When he went all in, I was like, "Oh shit! Yeah. This is going to shift that in ways I wasn't expecting." And I'm yeah. curious to see how it plays out. Somebody asked if you were if you were tempted to have her reject him when he, you know, made his move. In those moments, there is that. There's a brief moment when the player makes a choice and the DM brain. 
immediately splays into you know five or six different directions and possible choices. But when you've made an NPC that you feel comfortable in their shoes, you go with what makes sense for that NPC. Yeah. And for her, it was like she could have, and that was definitely one of the choices that would make. But she wouldn't have in that moment. Mm. She was riding on the high of her success. She was had this new power at her disposal. Um, you know, she has this other individual that now has the key to the next stage in this whole grand plan she has. And in that moment, it was okay. If you're willing to come with me, then let's let's have a little let's have a little fun to celebrate. Yeah. Wow. Were you gonna Were you gonna say something? I was gonna say it feels like it uh, alleviated the pressure of the entire situation. Kind of, yeah. Intentionally. Complicating it in the long run, yep. much more. Yeah. Which is a yeah. great storytelling tool, yeah. as as unintentional and uh, unexpected as it was. It's like adding Once a release again. valve, but also that valve comes with a whole other moving part and mechanism that yeah. Yeah. makes that release valve function. It was I a beautiful know. gift. It was a beautiful gift. I mean, Avantika helped Ford's release valve function. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, Danny. I saw you itching for that, but I had a transition set up anyway, so hey, let's do another giveaway. Yeah, let's do that. Hey. Our next giveaway is Fan Art of the Week. <gasps> What's better? Fan Art of the Week! Our dad! That cardigan. Oh, boy. <laughs> this week's Fan Art winner for Campaign 2 Episode 40 was sent in by... Hikchano, at Hikchano, let's take a look. Hikchano! Let's take a look. Oh, oh I love this That's piece. an incredible piece, I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen that? No! It came in so quick. We gotta have... I've been in Blizzard doing cowboy stuff. I've been in Blizzard cons. That's so good. Uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty great. So pretty! Man, congrats to you. Hikshano, you have won this. Paduk, was that what it is? That's Paduk, isn't it? Paduk, I think, Paduk. actually. I've been correct Dice online. Vault, a new Paduk. wood currently Paduk. available from our friends at Wormwood and Wormwood Gaming. Look, think, oh my god, it's magmatized. Holy shit. This is really beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's some beautiful I think wood. that's my new favorite wood, honestly. It's a good color, it really is. Yeah, let me keep this. It's your new favorite wood? Is this the color yeah. of mm-hmm. yep. John Constantine's wood? Guys. You can submit <laughs> for our weekly contest by emailing them yeah. your gift or fan art to submit at toxmachina.com. Rules for our contest are available on careerworld.com. Now, unfortunately, our giveaways are only for the US and Canada, excluding. <laughs> when did you get that? Some critters from motherfucking Quebec, Quebec and Montreal. They sent these in. There's more too. I'll be revealing some of their gifts over the next That's few weeks. Magnificent. They wrote me a hate mail letter, <laughs> a, a love like a really sweet, like you know, nice letter, yeah. and then one explaining what all of the the gifts were and stuff. Um, so I have this. I have other stuff. So I. I um, it's only fitting that I apologize once again to the nation, to the city, it's, to it's the like province, province, to the province of guys. Quebec. I got there, of Quebec. <laughs> I love, I love your mugs. I love. I don't know much about Quebec. <laughs> you should learn about Quebec. Okay. Yes, well, what's that? 
drink a lot of maple syrup. They drink a lot of maple syrup. I yeah, love I syrup. I don't, I don't, I really, Steve was immediately like, nope, no, that's wrong. I don't, I don't think that's... What were you saying? They use it. What do they use it for, Steve? Like grease their axles and... Yeah, Jesus. You know, wash their You don't drink pigs. maple syrup? What do you do with it? We are so sorry Guys, to the people of Quebec. No, we're not. We didn't say anything offensive. They drink it. They don't use it to do all kinds of weird, kinky shit like he's saying. Guys, alo <laughs> Aloha, Roxana. That's a cool name. Aloha, Roxana. Marisha, considering Bo's closeness to Ford, is she Team Jester or Team Scarfing Down Popcorn while watching the Avantic Jester Ford Love Triangle play out? Ah, uh, Bo ain't getting involved in that shit. She's really? team watching or eating popcorn while watching this shit play that's, out. Yep, that's about that makes right, sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I'm. Uh, they're my friends. Don't tell me. Uh, uh, uh. Nope. Yep. Uh, uh. Matt. Cayman Ryder come. No. Well, it's, <laughs> what is it? Corn. Corn. <laughs> It's in red. Do you know how hard red is you're to read? Put, you're the one who yeah, started the red thing, all right? Whatever. <laughs> Kevin Ryder's great. Like I know, I agree. Corn, not a huge fan of. No. Not on the corn. Oh, it's sea corn, not K corn, yeah. never mind. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it was the band corn? For a second, I was like, mm, nah. Man, Jonathan Davis can Max is take obsessed with corn, right? <laughs> so he tells me, up, he man. tells me, Oh, corn th came through Sacramento one night, man, and they said, you look like a cool dude. Do you want to just come on the road with us for a week? And he's like, yeah, dude. And then and that's where I believe Truth and him parted ways on that story. <laughs> corn, always talking about fucking corn. I got to listen to you. Matt, is your classy treatment of sex scenes for players fade to black your own DMing style, or do you base it on the group's comfort level game by game? Both. Um... I've rarely had a game of, of, of any sort of role-playing game where all the players have been really eager to detail the explicit elements of their sexual escapades in a story. I don't follow. Uh, <laughs> in my experience, at least. And, and as a DM, I want to provide the most comfortable experience I can for my players. Right. So I want to make sure that, you know, that we never cross a line. Uh, if that's something players want to explore, then that's something they need to discuss with the party and with myself, and be like, "All right, guys, is this something we want to do?" I, we're I good. think we're fine. We're great. You know, the, where things are. If anything, and I'm a big fan of, of you know, the imagination sometimes is more powerful than you know explicit right. detail. Is that why you don't have the minis actually? <laughs> Correct. That's part of the reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, just leave like, it up to our imagination. Yeah, surround them with like a paper towel and like put them in a box and pretend it's a tumbler. Just <laughs> um, <laughs> roll for how long I do this. Yep. <laughs> All the paint chipping come off, and I'm like, oh, this is a good night. Yeah, this um, a good night. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, uh, for me, I'm, I'm trying to tell a story with people, and uh, not every story needs to get too explicit. Yeah. You know, if the players take it to a direction and everyone's comfortable with it, then I'll be like, all right, you guys have fun, but. You know, as a storyteller, uh, you kind of read the room. You know your friends well enough at that point, and uh, I try and keep it classy. Yeah, all yeah. friends. Yep. We're all yeah, we're all friends. Yeah, we're all friends. I've been at the tables growing up with like, you know the the, and I I I, I use the term respectfully, 
tool bag players mm. that want to roll to see how long they last, wow. and like, oh man, uh. you know, man, make, make like like Travis said, Constitution save. I was like, ah. You're joking about that because you haven't really had to do that in a game before. I've been yeah. at games where players have wanted to do that, and it's really uncomfortable for everyone at the table. No, that just so means just, they're not getting enough action. That's off kind of the table. thing. To me, it's, it's an indicator of, of once again an extended fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, I want to see how well I do in bed. It's like, right. oh buddy, I know. I guess this is where you have to play out those fantasies. <laughs> um, you know. So I try and keep it classy and comfortable for everyone at the, the table. Con- the Constitution thing was classy. Uh, from his end, from I, his didn't, end. I, didn't, I didn't suggest that. Yeah. That was him. Well, that reminds me because Chris Lockie had asked. He's he wanted me to ask you if you <laughs> he wanted me to ask you if you thought about saying like, Travis, you have a point of sex sex auction. <laughs> I told him it wasn't going to go well. Point of sex auction. Can you believe it, Danny? How do we, we let that to slip move through? On from this question. How do we let that slip through? We are. Uh, it feels. Dur Stroopy wants to know, Marisha. What? It's the best conversation, by the way, to have my father-in-law to be just. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. This is great. He's loving it. Yeah. He fell asleep. Hey, he fell asleep at 704. <laughs> my voice just—he ran out. Dur Stroopy wants to know, Marisha. Thinking back to how. Thinking back to how seeing the ocean for the first time made Bo so calm and happy that she actually meditated, do you think she will ever be able to calm her emotions in presence of water after all that's happened? Mm, That's a good point. It is a good question, and I did think about this, and I think yes. I think it's, she's not, once again, I kind of feel like you have a respect for water. Don't underestimate water, especially the ocean. Yeah. And if anything, this further cemented that idea, but I don't think she couldn't still appreciate the power of how incredible it is to take in that side of the ocean when it is calm. And mm. if anything, it might still be like, it might be more meditative now um, having those experiences. Yeah. I don't know. It's how I would think about it, but. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you guys think of Fluffernutter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it finally worked to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to see it again? You want to see it happen again? I want to. I love. I love when players do non-standard things. Like you have your set of abilities and your attacks and things that your class gives you. But I, but there are so many more interesting things that can happen mm-hmm. if you start thinking outside the box. Combining stuff. Fluffernutter. Could have been really cool if, when it was first used, if it had gone off properly. Also, could have been really terrible. You know, who knows? Um, and when it did go off, it was used in a way that was somewhat distracting. You know, and it did help a little bit. Um, but uh, I, I fully, I love Fluffernutter. I, I'm all about any other Fluffernutter adjacent, you know, group techniques. I'm, I'm all for it. Fluffernutter adjacent. Few sentences. I know. I'm all for I'm anything Fluffernutter adjacent. Uh, Just want to get that out there, know, guys. I'm really open to a lot of Fluffernutter type a, shit. That's a shirt I'll wear proudly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fluffer, oh, I'm with Fluffernutter. I'm with, I'm with Fluffernutter. <laughs> I caught Fluffernutter in Exandria. <laughs> oh my god. We can come up with some cool shit. We can do that, yeah. Well, guys, episode 41. Wow. Matt, I'm playing Red Dead right now. When I go to save my game, it tells me that I'm 33.2% through the game or whatever. What percentage exactly? You can have a decimal point or not. Are we through this campaign? I have no idea. God damn it. 
<laughs> I can't, I, I legitimately have no idea. Are we a quarter of the way through, do you think? Are we pushing half? Are we 10%? I don't know, man. I wonder. I, I, wonder. I mean, if, if I was to make very, 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 like, don't even say. People will take it and they'll twist they it. They will too. Well, I know. What I'm wondering is because Vox Machina existed and already had all these adventures and all this stuff for so long before. Because what would you guys start the stream at? Six. Level eight. They're not eight. even at the level Vox Machina started. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, but we, but we may not even go as Vox Machina. Twenty. Yeah, Vox yeah. Machina. Honestly, at the end of the Conclave arc, with you know, we could have ended the campaign there. Yeah, that's true. But I'm glad you didn't. But it's true. Me too. But but you know, all the major stories, and from a, like a storytelling standpoint, that would have been a very good button and end on it. Sure. However, we wanted to continue to play these characters. We wanted to take it to level 20, just because most of us had never been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was still an arc with Vagna that I had to explore, mm-hmm. and so we did it. And we went all the way to 20, and it was awesome. We had a good fun. Um, but with this campaign, if everything feels resolved and they hit the, the narrative beats that complete everyone's arcs, there's nothing left to really explore and it feels like it's a natural point to end and they're like, level 15? Yeah. Then I'll end the campaign there. We'll see where right. it goes, which is why I can't gauge it because I don't know, based on choices, you know, I didn't expect we'd be out here having pirate adventures for this long, <laughs> right. you know? Right. I knew there. That's what I keep thinking about. We're at almost episode 41 in the most person's kind of like story we've gotten through is Ford. Right. Yeah. Ford, Everyone else. Ford, and we're touching on a few other things. Yeah. We're touching on, you know, touch on Jester a little, touch on Caleb a lot of A lot of character that. stories are tied up back at the, back at the uh, Empire. Yeah. And uh, and now we're on the other end of the continent. Yeah. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, motherfucker. Yeah. It's, it's great. fucking awesome. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love I it. Wait. I'm having a great time. Me too. Yeah, so I know. Fun. I hope you guys are having a good time. Let oh, me know yeah. if you're ever not, please. You are so silly. Matt, I'm just saying. She's gonna tell you, dude. That's true. Yeah. She's gonna. He's gonna be, gonna be like, let's go to that. Taco Bell, and she's gonna be like, no. That's true. She will. <laughs> well, guys, it's all the time we have for tonight. Oh. Is that it, Max? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, stick around for Tox Mocking After Dark. <laughs> I get the sense he loves his job. <laughs> I would like to thank Marisha and Matt for joining us tonight. And Marisha's dad for joining us on Everything Is Content earlier. Yay. Played some awesome video games. Yeah, buddy. Come here, Dad. Come here, real quick. Get over here. Get over here. Hey, get over here and heal up. See it all. There we go. Say goodbye to all the fine folks with Don't us. Don't make him hold the pillow, though. Just here you go. Snuggle with Snuggle with. Foster. Snuggle with the bride. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. There we go. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> that looks pretty good. I love it. Thanks for hanging with us, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's been great. It's been great. <laughs> it's been good. great. Cheers. 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 Here, wait. Don't forget Quebec, guys. We've already given them enough grief, you know? As always, don't forget to love each other. And don't worry, it's almost Thursday. Got it. Stay turnt responsibly, my friends. We're back. I have my little buddies with me. Go oh, Sully! So Look at him. He's very sleepy, but he's awake. He's just chilling. Hey, man. Hey, man. So, Sully picked out the questions for After Dark. Thank you, Sully. Mm. That's why he's so tired. He's been reading all night. Um, mildly Sober wants to know Matt, is the weasel still alive after the tomb? Or is that a spoiler? Shit, the weasel. 
keep forgetting about sprinkles. Spoiler. Spoiler. Oh, no. <laughs> Danny, that's not good. <laughs> um, that weasel is so dead. I know. So dead. Oh, Marisha. Disappointing Cake wants to know, on a scale of Caleb to Caduceus, how lost is your dad right now? Does he watch the show? <laughs> uh, he has. He's watched it. He's he's come to my live shows, a few of the live shows, especially oh, ones yeah. in Indianapolis. Um, but probably pretty confused. Yeah, <laughs> he, this is what he said. Yeah, yeah. Speaks yeah. and valleys. It's you know. Yeah. Probably catching some things, and then the rest is completely Greek. He said he's becoming, becoming intrigued. intrigued. Good. Yeah, I'll take he's that. becoming That's intrigued. Good. Yeah. yeah. I was actually I was just telling him because he kept he was saying uh, earlier and like last night he was like you you D and D players. What was it you said? You said you D and D players are the hyper intelligent alien race. From another dimension, is what Whoa. he said we were. That is the highest compliment I've ever received. Yes. I'll tell you, hold on to that. I mean, but it's also proof he hasn't met Sam yet. <laughs> <laughs> pull that, um, pull that curve down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I was like, it, it seems because I think he hears us going a bajillion miles a minute about. Yantees and Gith Yankees and natural twenties and charisma checks mm-hmm. and yeah. constitution bonuses and right. um, and to his point, it can sound like another language as I'm saying words like Gith Yankee that are hyper, right? You know, right? Jorhas. Everyone knows about Gith Yankee. <laughs> whatever. Regular um, Noel. <laughs> regular Noel, exactly. Um, but yeah, I was trying to tell him. I was like, it's not. Is complicated as it seems right. on the surface. Right, I right, think right. if you had a little like crash course, like some Handbooker Helper, and episodes. then he said, and I've been showing him Handbooker Helper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I showed him Handbooker Helper, and that's been pretty good. A good introduction. He he went like this. Yep, good, yep. nice. Yeah, Handbooker Helper, approved by dads everywhere. Yes, exactly. Ding. No, I I get a lot of feedback from people who. I will literally send them to them and go like, this is kind of what they're talking about on the show and it makes it easier for people to watch it because they're like, oh, I kind of know what that means now and it's each little sure. step helps, I think, yeah, for people who aren't like super familiar with stuff. Do we, I, we probably haven't told this story on, well, well t- I'm going to tell this story because we need to take up time. Do it, sure. Um, ben had this amazing story uh, from our New York live show Yeah. because Ben was slinging merch at the top balcony booth mm-hmm. that we had. And he said the show started, and of course the lobby of the theater emptied out because everyone was watching the show. And 15 minutes into the show, at 15:20, this kind of middle-aged man came out into the lobby and was like on his phone. He'd be on his phone for like five or so minutes, and then he'd go back in and he'd come back out like another 10, 15 minutes later and he'd be on his phone. And Ben was like, is this guy looking at like sports right, scores? Right. Is he looking at a game? Score, yeah. Is he, what is he, is he doing, checking emails? And then he saw this gentleman and he was there with his daughter uh, at intermission as they were going through the merch line. 
and he came, brought his daughter, 10, 15 minutes into the show, was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I watching? And she was like, here, just, just go watch this. And it was Handbook or Helper. Yeah. She kept sending him out with oh, new videos. Sending yeah. him out with new videos to yeah. watch. And he'd go watch it, an episode of Handbook or Helper and then come back in. Be and like, then he'd oh, come like, back in. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty and I was awesome. like, man, that's great. That's that's everything. That's, yeah. That's, that's why I made this one damn of the show. Demographics for this so show. fucking good. Yep. Anyway, that's good. amazing. That's my story. Guys, uh, Pagrun, Pagian wants to know, which pillow would you rather see right when you wake up in the morning? Mm. Brian's sequined face or pillow mat? I mean, oh, I'd rather see pillow Brian's mat. sequined face. Really? Yeah. Okay. I so mean, I get to fuck with it. I get to just, like, make it look weird. It's true. You it's could true. fuck with I think Brian's also face. Brian's face because I already see Matt. Yeah, she gets, she gets enough of that. Sorry side every morning. Real Matt is the only thing in the world better than Pillow Matt. You know, you heard it here first. Folks. I don't know. Pillow Matt's a lot quieter. Will someone yeah. bring me a paper towel? Is there spillage? I splashed because I am incapable of having a drink that I don't spill on myself. I That's true. I Literally incapable. That is, it's that just, is a... Uh, it's just, you know, you're, I think, I don't know if you're over the jet lag, because you guys got back later, and then you had to take another flight, and then, yeah. Yeah, flight, and then con. It was New York, then we went to Hawaii, then we went to London, and then I went to Sacramento, and now I'm sitting here. Yikes. I don't know how you're still awake. It's very difficult. Coffee. Sure. All that coffee you just spilled. Hey, Sweet. Matt. Yeah. A Mokuru wants to know why is the water temple always the worst? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's the, that's some like classic D and D lore shit right yeah. there. The water temple, and it's funny when we said earlier that I mentioned that like the Sonic uh, One Labyrinth level, water levels the rough, roughest experiences. I remember the even like the old NES uh, original TMNT. Uh, game had oh, the underwater game. bomb diffusing yeah, and the electric. Fuck yeah, like, that was the hardest level of the game. That, yeah. that was like the barrier for uh, for advancement in that one. That game was also super hard in general. Of course it was. Ashley's but calling me in the middle of the. Oh my show. god! Answer. What's she saying? I'm in the middle of After Dark, and Matt's giving this beautiful answer right now, and you called me. Ashley, we miss you. We miss you Come back. Are you at home? Oh. I have Sully on my lap. Do you want to FaceTime? Ashley, yeah, FaceTime. Okay, hold on. What's the button? This is hilarious. She just started laughing. <laughs> she doesn't know I host a show on Tuesday nights. So no, she forgets. <laughs> oh shit, she was supposed to know. Damn it. How are you here? Wait, I hear you, but I can't see the video yet. Dang it. Now I just see me and it looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think it's working. Ashley. There we go. Yeah. Special guest. Hey Brian, I made, I made I made your boyfriend into a juggalo. Oh my God, you did! Did you see that pillow? It's a uh, sequined uh, '69 pillow, but if you move it around, it's, it's your boyfriend's it's face in sequins. It's pretty tight. And he's not even a drag queen. That's pretty tight. Yes. Yes. We miss you so much. Got Sully here. He's just hanging out. He picked out the questions tonight. Oh, I'm sure he picked out some good ones. So, based on what you're wearing, uh, you're about to go snowboarding? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's raining here. Oh, it's raining. It's raining all day in New York. Okay. Well, right. I mistakenly earlier thought that Bo and Yasha had kissed already. I guess it's just wishful thinking. Yeah, it's wishful thinking. They haven't. 
Man. There's still time. <laughs> so much time, girl. So much time. How do you how do you feel about the way Travis has been Jaegering uh, Yasha so far? I have been working every Thursday night. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, you. That's My right. You're behind has still. Been so insane. So I'm so behind in the episodes. Yeah, he's doing fine. So. I'm trying. I'm trying to get Matt to make an NPC that wants to have sex with Yasha, so Travis has to have two like sex scenes back to back. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, I'll let you go. Call me after. Yeah, you know, I guess. With that blue jacket, with the Bye, blue jacket you. and the hair, you're like a Bye. glamour shot from the 90s. Bye. You're like a mo- Bye. She hung up on me. It happens every night. <laughs> she keeps saying there's real bad service in New York. There's your, real bad service. Mad, Mad Max Halloween costume in the front of the yes. car. Yes. The whole theme here. Witness me. There's so much to do here, man. So much to do. Oh, someone asked Sully how it feels to be the real star of the show. Oh, man. Oh, so one, day, one day I'll bring Henry, but he's so big. It's not like I can bring him on my yeah, lap. So we big. could put him on the couch. Yeah, he will put him over there by you. Chill for the whole like he's got like ADD for a dog. As long as Max didn't make any sudden movements, (laughs) I think it'd be fine. (laughs) Yeah, I think he'd be okay. Um, Okay, if you guys had this is from VT Fling. If all of you had a crazy plan like Fluffernutter, what would it be and what would you name it? I mean, that's kind of crazy to come up with something like that on the spot, but I would probably have a thing where. I don't know, man. You guys, did you guys play Bioshock Infinite? Yes. Yes. Bioshock Infinite's pretty tight. There's a lot of really cool combos of stuff you can do on there. I'd probably try to do some weird, I like. Really like this one. Oh, <laughs> Midget gimp mask. Wow. That's pretty fun. Bring out the gimp. Yeah. Do you know what Will Friedle told me yesterday and Marisha? He said that the guy who played the gimp in Pulp Fiction was one of the writers on, on Boy, Boy Meets, Meets World. World. Oh my God. Yeah. Respect. He was like. He said his buddy just called him one day and was like, hey, will you come be a gimp on this Tarantino film? We just need you to be a gimp. He was like, I I'll guess. wonder if he does cons. So, yeah. <laughs> if he's at cons with a banner behind him with like all these pictures of just him as the gimp, and he's like, eh, there's like what a picture I? of him on set like eating a hot dog through the mask, and he's like, hey, I'm just a gimp here so, lounging. So when the line's like, uh, and he's like, wait. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Yes, Ed's dead, baby. Like that had to have been the weirdest gig to pay rent. Like you know, that's what it was. Yeah. Like what a weird day of extra work. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine um, what it said on the check. Yep. In the memo field, for gimp duties, doodly served. Danny uh, Ruz Golf D wants to know: Can we hear more of Danny's uh, CR fanfic? Uh, I mean, I can come up with some things on the fly, but no. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, that was a gag. I only wrote that two sentences." Yeah, I gag. literally, I wrote, I literally wrote like one sentence, and it was pretty much what you heard. So. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what's in your head, Canon? When you go to sleep at night, what are you like? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my head Canon is <laughs> that. Ford and Jester Endgame. I am I am staunchly Forester shipper. Okay, okay. Laura Wait. knows where my bread is buttered. Wait, what is the ship name? It's called Forester. Forester. I'm telling somebody new. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know the real facts about the show. <laughs> Uh, and uh, again, like I was saying earlier, if they are in game and if that does end up happening, then this will be Laura's second character in uh, Critical Role history who has ended up with a guy who slept with somebody else on the show before her. 
Oh, because Percy because also Percy slept with Lilith. With Lilith. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> We were talking before the show about how Danny needs her own blog called Crit Roll Smut Stats. <laughs> yes. Or, or like, whatever. Like, yeah, what, what were wait, the we other... had Smut Stats and then something else. There were a few options. Matt, show the people what you've done. This has been the best coloring book. <laughs> this is so funny. I'm just sitting here stroking Sully, and you're just doing things in my <laughs> face. Like, a, like a, a fang-filled devil. Oh, yeah. Little That's horns there. Cool. Little devil yeah. horns. You know? nice. This is better. This is, it's like, fun. actually easier on Chief, because he doesn't have to pay all kinds of money for expensive graphics to do that stuff. <laughs> Like you know those like you know those those like those like uh, really shitty things you got at like the Cracker Barrel that had that was like the there was like the magnetic hair right where you could like on like oh, a, yeah, like yeah, a bald person you could like draw like stuff. mustaches. Yeah. And, like, I was gonna say you beat me to it because I'm going for everyone's favorite Silver Lake trend. <laughs> Oh, is it a the oh. glitter beard? Oh nice. yeah, there you go. I had a glitter beard at Jenkin. You did. You did do the glitter beard. Yeah. So you know. Guys, you weren't on the show since London, but how great of an experience was that? That was, that was incredible. Oh, all man. those countries, everybody came out from... <sighs> Norway, Germany, Greenland, Israel, 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 Malaysia, Malta, Malta, Malta. everywhere. Singapore. Singapore, yeah. Uh-huh. All over out there to come visit. It was that so was cool. Absurd. Amazing, man. Had a few Aussies. A few Aussies. Yeah. 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 Um, still stroking Brian's face. I mean, it's hard not to. That's the gift that keeps on giving him. You did it most of the episode, and I, f- I, it, I hope when I go home that works like a voodoo dog, just has delayed <laughs> effects, because then I'm going to go home and just go. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, so we cute. missed it. No. It's like, ha <laughs> voodoo doll. <laughs> now we have some soap oh. shot. Sorry, you okay? Nick's guys, right in the titty. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Save it for after <laughs> the show, guys. All the titty punching tonight. <laughs> well, that's it. And no, that's all we got. Yeah. We're I feel bad that we didn't answer more questions. We had it. We answered like five. That's pretty good. For after dark, that's pretty that's golden. Pretty good. There you Are go. The crickets. Yeah. They're playing Are us they- off. They in are. the studio? It happens every Thursday night. Like it does? Walls and they stop. Oh, no. <laughs> they start back up. <laughs> Sully, you want to go eat what? some crickets? You want to eat some crickets? No, he doesn't eat crickets. The crickets are the bane of every studio. I know, oh man. God. Well, it's cold. Does that mean they come in or does that mean they go out, Danny? What? You're an insect expert. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight, folks. <laughs> what? Oh, what's this one? I don't feel very well. Oh, oh no. Oh, I'm getting Thanos. Oh, yeah. I'm getting Thanos. <laughs> That's it. End it there. End it there. That's it. End it there. That's it. We love you guys. Oh, good night, Sully. Good night, Sully. Good night, sweet wizard. Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Talks Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.